Hello and welcome. My name is Luke Trottier and this is the Dark Path Podcast. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. As little as a, a few months ago, I had no intention of doing a podcast or sharing my thoughts with the world like this, but you never know what might come next in life and some things you just can't look away from. So here we are as friends together on the path, I hope. Uh, first, a little bit about me. I was born and grew up on Vancouver Island, but also spent uh, some years growing up in Haida Gwaii. I grew up raising pigs and chickens, and I fished and swam in the local rivers, and I 4 by 4 with my friends when I was a teenager and hiked as many mountains as I could. I definitely enjoyed nature more than I did school growing up. As a teenager, I became captivated by a musical genre called heavy metal. I picked up a guitar and taught myself to play Raining Blood by Slayer and still haven't really put it down. In my 20s, I did go on to music college and formed a band and recorded and played shows and had some fun and interesting times. I also had fairly severe asthma as a kid and was often so sick that I would be hospitalized. So at one time, uh, that combined with the fact that I was losing some schoolyard fights, it, I was not having a good time. And as a consequence, at around 13 years old, my grandfather began bringing me to a boxing club. So since then, I have never completely stopped training in one martial art or another, um, although that doesn't always mean I was training at 100% intensity for the entirety of my adult life. Just that some martial arts and fitness has been always part of my life since then. Uh, around 2010, I was given t uh, permission to teach karate and tai chi publicly. Since then, teaching uh, has become my main source of income and something I feel as an honor more than as a job. Of course, in 2020, the pandemic hit us. Uh, COVID has thrown a historically significant curveball at all of us. Like most people, I was very concerned uh, in early 2020 about this new and apparently deadly virus that had suddenly appeared in the human viral ecosystem. Uh, worse, it seemed to be extremely well adapted to not just infecting people, but also being transmitted between people. So I waited and I focused on patients, uh, knowing eventually information would be presented. But right away I noticed elements of the story of the virus were being politicized. So at that time, Trump was still in office, and uh, as far as I could tell, many of the mainstream media outlets had lost their objectivity um, because of their feverish hatred of the orange man bad narrative. In my own life, um, the restrictions that COVID threw at me initially um, made it so that I was either forced to teach all my classes online or at the park, with sometimes with social distancing, sometimes not. Now, I have an incredible core group of students who have consistently done their best to continue training this entire time. So I am still teaching, and I hope to do so for a long time yet, no matter what else I'm doing in life. However, there was a thorn in my mind, and so much of what was happening in the last year and a half seemed merely reactive, and nobody was even trying to assess the costs of these heretofore unheard of public health policies. This bothered me most when it came to how these never-before-seen behavioral restrictions uh, that were going on for so long were affecting kids. 
Uh, I don't. I actually teach more adults than kids, um, but I do teach some kids, and I could see how inappropriate and ultimately damaging um, things like social distancing, masking, and unnecessarily hyped virus fear were for these children. I knew there were some holes in the mainstream story as well, mainly the origin story. But what made things worse was that whenever I actually took the time to research any of the subtopics surrounding the virus, I would find information that was totally at odds from that of the general public consensus. Uh, in particular, masks were really annoying me, and I had seen that they'd have, they had become more of a tribal affiliation than any real evidence for the usefulness was presented. And it was around then that I also started to realize that there are great harms in having people hide their faces in public for long periods of time. Um, I think during all this, my mind had been dreaming up the idea of the Dark Path podcast, uh, but it was the vaccine passports that really flipped the switch for me. Um, I had been getting quite frustrated, as I said, with the overall strategy being used against COVID-19, but the as well as the incessant doubling down of our officials and their zeal and zest for uh, blanket policies. More to the point, it seemed to me that the policies didn't seem to show any significant utility in controlling the virus and were causing tremendous harms. And those are harms that I think will take years and sometimes longer to fully understand. But... It was the sudden implementation of a digital ID that gives the government the right to decide if a citizen can or cannot access things like restaurants or concerts. Uh, at, that time, at that point, I knew I could not keep pretending and going along with things as if they were okay. I was, I am, and I remain appalled that this could actually be implemented. The only argument that could possibly be used to claim this is a worthwhile idea is that it would stop viral transmission. This seems to be purely an assumption, and again, there has been no effort to even try to acknowledge the costs of such a program and what they would incur, both economically and socially. There are social costs here. So never mind, they also have a fairly transparent, uh, represent a fully transparent attack uh, on individual freedom and human rights. So I decided to use my voice, thoughts, and words like Maxime Bernier does as weapons directed at the overt encroaching authoritarianism and groupthink. Now, um, it was actually the martial art traditions of history that uh, said the pen, and what they really meant was the calligraphy brush, is mightier than the sword. So hence the podcast was the way to go, as this is the modern-day pen, as it is the modern-day medium of communication. So that's a little on me and why I'm speaking here now. Uh, why am I calling this the Dark Path podcast, though, is another uh, good question. The reason for this analogy is first rooted in the easy understandability of the path as a metaphor for life. So we are each of us alive, and that means there will be a way in which each one of us has uniquely, or uniquely winds along life's curves, no two life experiences are exactly the same, but many key factors remain constant for each one. This can be called one's path. In many traditions, there is a saying that takes it even further. Uh, it says, many paths, one mountain. In any case, this simple metaphor of life as a path is usually universally understood. 
all of the world's major belief systems use this terminology from time to time. Uh, we probably all heard the path of the Christ or the path of the Buddha or the Tao or the path at the center of Taoism or the Do in Japanese, like Judo. Uh, this works, right? Because we're all human beings and we all have feet to walk with and all human societies must have roads and walkways for people to walk on. So that is actually a theme um, I want to touch on again in future podcasts. For now, though, simply for the reason human beings have feet to walk with and that we create walkable passages for ourselves to walk on, I think we can all understand the power of the path as a metaphor for life. But why the dark path? This is where ultimately my intuition as a motivation is clearest for me and most pronounced in my mind. Before I can rationalize or conceive of a reason to look into the dark, I still know it needs to be done. There is a need to see what is there in the shadows. I know this is true in the depths of my bones. I also know that it is not a particularly safe path, and that's okay, but it's still a necessary one. So. This concept of the dark, um, you can take it in many forms and touches a, itself touches on many levels of analysis. Um, it can be the instinctual behaviors all people possess to varying degrees, which push them to lash out in aggression or anger. Or it can be more abstract, as in the concept of the shadow from Jungian psychology. Or another perspective could be the idea of evil that comes from religions and spiritualities in general. It really, simply is the contents of reality that we either don't like or don't understand. So that is what I'm referring to as the dark. And I would like to say that there are some very important reasons to explore what might be concealed there. But let's begin with the literal dark. Just imagine walking alone on an overgrown forest path as the sun sets. It's totally natural to feel some apprehension in such a situation, and maybe even an urge to walk swiftly as the shadows grow. As most of all life on the planet knows, predators can lurk in the corners and in the dark, and they can suddenly leap out. And that value you carry of being alive can get extinguished in some terrible ways. So the literal dark is a real danger to any species in particular that relies on their eyes, meaning the limit of their perception. Other creatures with other senses operate in the same way. Animals, uh, for instance, animals who rely prim primarily on their hearing are often preyed upon by predators who are good at moving in close and silently. Um, this limit of sensorial perception is a place where metaphysical darkness can emerge into being and is illustrated as such by our collective attempts of explaining reality, not just through myths and stories, but fundamentally by imagistic representation. The dark is an image. The dark is then that which you cannot see, but will eventually have to look into. This makes the importance of it from the evolutionary lens also critical. Survival in the natural world means you need to know what's hiding in the dark places of your environment. So, like much else in the natural world, this sets up a model for us humans to use in our more uh, abstract conceptions of life. If we imagine the idea of the path again from the beginning of the podcast, we can imagine a clean and clear path. Well swept, no signs of danger. It can even run smoothly along with no change of altitude to be felt. That would be because that path is at the base of the mountain and it just goes in circles. 
Now, if you want to get up the mountain, you got to climb. And sometimes you got to climb right into the mountain itself, as that is where it's the darkest. And that is where the dark things may live. Now, does this work? Will this work? Does it have a real possibility of achieving anything good? I think so. As do many other minds much smarter than me throughout all of history. In various ways. The idea, though, is that when a person looks intentionally into the dark, or just another way, um, looks into the, see the things that they have been keeping from their conscious awareness, what they find there is something that somehow helps them become lighter and more empowered, and ultimately, to use the metaphor, more able to climb higher up the mountain. Now, the mountain never ends in this sense, and neither does the process. Um, but it's in that spirit, though, that I am creating this podcast to explore without a destination, just for the spirit of exploration. Now, I want to talk to people uh, about their thoughts and experiences, and I want to avoid the parts of not, <laughs> I want to not avoid the parts of their stories that aren't particularly pleasant or nice, even parts of the stories that challenge the assumed limits of what people believe is possible. Now, by doing so, I hope others learn that they are not alone and maybe even develop a sense of connection. Um, this can include, uh, I want to discuss and explore topics that are hard to make sense of, but kind of fun. Things like UFOs, things like non-human intelligences, spirituality, occultism, psychedelics, altered states of consciousness is what they mean, and other known unknowables. I want to talk openly about the concerns people have regarding government policies that are disruptive and dangerous and how they interplay with corporate issues and media and all of that. And that includes the responses to the uh, policies implemented by the COVID situation. I want to discuss the relationship we as a species have to violence and also just as a living thing on the planet to understand how violence is interwoven throughout life on earth from predatory animals to black market justice to wars of attrition. By doing so, come to develop a better and deeper understanding for how to handle that incessant and most dangerous of human behaviors. I want to discuss the edges of the known universe and speculate on what might be beyond the limits of our knowledge. In the end, I really just want to speak freely on any topic with anyone and learn from others in all the ways that can be done including, but never limited to, of course, uh, martial arts, music, nutrition, self-care, awareness, philosophy, history, folklore, myth, psychology, neurology, evolutionary theory, art, everything, everything, life. And, of course, that means in the end, I, I want to enjoy the ride. Now, the naked dark, the literal dark, the direct dark, is not generally a subject for kids, as it can at times be heavy as fuck. But life ultimately is beautiful, and that is the point. It's in point of fact that it's the love of the planet and of humanity that truly drives me to do what I'm doing here. I believe that by bringing the light of consciousness into the things we've been keeping in the dark, there will ultimately be more love and light as a result. Now, along the way, I want to be uh, having lots of fun interviews with interesting people. Uh, I can share exercises and meditation, self-care techniques, possibly some martial art instruction, self-defense talks. Uh, maybe some music too, whatever, whatever is fun but appropriate. So that's it. My desire to walk with the, my family through this dark path, the human family, to do so with strength and compassion, 
to walk together even unto the depths and to find the hidden knowledge there. That's what I am offering to do. So thank you for your time, and I do hope to see you again soon.